0: Let's face it, we've all got a bit of a sweet tooth. But Brazil could well have the rest of the world beat when it comes to sugary foods. Of all the most traditional desserts in Brazil, such as brigadeiro, beijinho or pudim de leite, almost all of them are loaded with sugar, to the point that they are almost diabetes-inducing. Order a simple black coffee at a Brazilian bakery and it could come sweetened with up to 4 or 5 spoons of sugar. And sure, sometimes it can be nice to indulge your sweet side, but all this comes at a price. At the end of November, Brazil's Ministry of Health signed an agreement with leaders of the food and drink industry to reduce the amount of sugar in their products by 144,000 tonnes by 2022. Will it work? And why do Brazilians eat so much sugar in the first place? My name is Ewan Marshall, standing in for Editor-in-Chief Gustavo Ribeiro, And this is Explaining Brazil. To discuss Brazil's love-hate relationship with sugar, we're joined today by Sophie Derham, registered nutritionist with a PhD from the Faculty of Medicine of the University of São Paulo and author of the best-selling book, O Peso das Dietas. Hi Sophie, thanks for joining us today.
1: Hi, thank you for the invitation.
0: So, excellent. To kick off, where do you think Brazil's obsession with sugar comes from? Because the country is still the world's largest producer of sugar cane. Do you think that might have something to do with it? Why Brazil consumes so much sugar?
1: Well, actually, yes, that might be some, some clue. Uh, it's actually, well, I'm French. Huh? I've been 19 years in Brazil, living in, in Brazil and uh i am actually currently brazilian too and i was shocked when i arrived in brazil with this uh, sweet tooth that you can see everywhere and and even the 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 sweets are sweeter uh yeah definitely <laughs> it's it's strange and uh, so i was uh, I was a little bit shocked with that. I had to get used to, to this. and um, for sure, Brazil has been uh, for a long time uh, very very big on sugar because it was one of the biggest crops that uh, actually started as an industrial um, size in Brazil a long time ago. So I'm sure that uh, it's part of the culture um but also i guess that um something that's very surprising here is that uh, not only uh, you know the sweets the homemade sweets are sweeter i don't know if you uh, you realize that but also all the highly processed food like yogurt and and uh, even the, the cakes everything is sweeter so i actually uh, myself um, as a, i am a food engineer and i i talked to some executive from a a big uh, food um, company a French food company very big here in Brazil and I said what are you doing here because uh, the yogurt is much sweeter than in uh, in France and uh, also in France we have more fruits and here it's like a preparado de fruta Uh, it's like a a, a a syrup a fruit syrup so and and some in some yogurts you you compare the same yogurt in France or in Portugal and uh, here in Brazil and you can have fifteen to twenty percent more sugar. Wow! Yeah,
0: That's they are
1: actually working on that. It's lowering here, but uh, yeah, it's very surprising. Everything is very sweet, and I remember the re- the response uh, that uh, this executive told me at that time. He said, "Sophie." Uh, you know the French yogurt. Nobody would buy it here, and it's true. You know they they are very uh, eager on sweet. So I, I agree that um, uh, it's a, another um, taste that they have. They they uh, I, I remember bringing some sweets from France and giving to all the people at the, the at the hospital where I was working, uh, all the nutritionists for them to try, and they didn't like it at all because it was very. Tart, you know? Well,
0: the the exact opposite thing happened to me the first time I came back from Brazil when I brought sweets for my family. Like they could barely eat them; they, yeah. they were just far too sweet. Yeah, so it is a real kind of drastic difference in tastes.
1: Yes, it's a it's a difference, but um, we can see that also the sweet uh, tooth is like kind of um, uh, maintained with all those sugars. So uh, it's kind of a vicious circle, uh, and it's very interesting that um, I I do have a practice, I have some patients, and um, when we work on, um, you know, lowering our sweet tooth, they actually do very well, and and they they do as well as French. uh, So it's not something genetic, you know, it's more like a habit. And uh, since the industry is putting a lot of sugar, uh, the people are used to this, so it's kind of making it, you know, uh, a, a, a kind of a dependence.
0: Yeah, no, that's fascinating because I I remember having seen uh, many times before young Brazilian children who would drink these fizzy soft drinks from a really young age or yeah. they would go to school with a massive packet of biscuits and eat the whole thing at lunchtime. So... Why? Why are these children developing this habit so early? Why are they having all this access to all of this really sugary food?
1: Yeah, for sure, it's not them buying at uh, the supermarket. It's more the the, the, the parents. We see a, a lot of very strong advertisement on TV too, and this is quite a problem uh, because it's uh, also pretty recent. Uh, we we see a lot of um, you know uh, accessibility to the highly processed food, even in very remote places. And uh, it's kind of uh, also a status uh, uh, to be able to buy those products. So I worked for a long time at the Children's Obesity Ambulatory at the Hospital Das Clinicas. And our main uh, public were uh, people from very poor communities. And it was... Uh, Actually, making us very sad to see that the, the parents were like hard, uh, working hard in order to buy those products, and so when we were training them to go back to a whole which is a rice and bean and and home home cook meal, uh, they were actu- actually relieved because they were actually uh, not spending so much on on these products. So it's kind of uh, uh, you know uh, enhanced by the. Advertisement, unfortunately. And uh, if you see, it's all uh, highly processed food that they are having, those kids. And there is a a very, very good um, uh, film about that. I don't know if you heard of it. It's called Muito Além do Peso, it's beyond Mm -hmm. the weight. Yeah, and like kind
0: of very overweight, something. like.
1: Actually, it's, um, it's um, a documentary that um, uh, went on, on the air uh, like a few years ago about how uh, the children environment, the food uh, environment with, for children in Brazil is very high on sugar. It's very, very sad. You see very remote places like on the Amazon River where they don't have any access but then you have a boat with a, you know, very highly processed food from a, a big international brand that has been criticized on the New York Times. So, uh, you know, being uh, like the only source for, um, of a pleasure that the whole village is waiting for. So, um, unfortunately, we see uh, that, that those products have been very easy to get, easy access. They are all over Brazil right now.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I'm sure we will add a link to that documentary in the notes of the this particular episode. I highly Perfect. encourage you to check that out. We could just move on quickly to... Sure. There was recently a, a resolution from the Ministry of Health, the Brazilian Ministry of Health, which have signed an agreement with some industry leaders of the, the food and drink sector, and they have pledged to reduce by 144,000 tonnes the level of sugar in their products. So now, what do you, as a nutritionist, as someone who is a specialist in this area, what do you make of this resolution, and do you think it has a chance of maybe being successful?
1: The industry is um, uh, saying that they are going to slow down on the sugar, which is good, Uh, but uh, when you read in details, you see that it's not going to change many things because basically the big companies... Uh, already have this kind of quantities that they are actually supposed to reach, and it's also um, an agreement. So it's nothing like uh, they have to do; it's something they can do if they want to. So it's kind of, for me, it's a big uh, show, uh, and maybe to redeem the in- industry because uh, uh, they are actually seeing that there is going to be a back- big backlash about uh, sugar, like the, we saw. With um, cigarettes, Mm. Uh, now we we see that the the food industry is quite worried about this quantity of uh, free sugars that you have. As a food engineer and also nutritionist, I can tell you it's not going to make a big difference, and I I could explain why. The law is quite permissive. You can say um, without any sugar added, and you you actually uh, don't add any sugar the white powder. But you can add syrup, you can add uh, fruit concentrate, and you can add whatever. And it's very interesting because in the States or in in Europe, when you say no sugar added, you uh, actually cannot put uh, any syrup or any fruit uh, concentrate.
0: Have a flight to catch... Or maybe you missed your flight because of traffic? Experience the best way to get to and from the airport with VOOM. VOOM is an on-demand helicopter booking platform that allows its passengers to rise above it all. It is possible to fly between 9 different helipads in the city from Monday to Saturday for less than 500 reais. Uplift your commute. Uplift your life. Download the VOOM app free on the App Store. V-O-O-M. VOOM is an Airbus company. Okay, so we're back with Sophie Derham, the registered nutritionist and author of the best-selling book, O Peso das dietas, and we're continuing our discussion about Brazil's crackdown on sugar. Now, Sophie, we've talked about the the industry's agreement with the, the Ministry of Health, and maybe that it's not all that it appears to be, but let's talk about society as a whole. Let's talk about these brazilian people who are consuming too much sugar and too much free sugar what can they do to try to reduce their consumption and maybe try to live healthier lives
1: it's not that difficult and actually the the ministry of health um, guide uh, the the, uh, food guide has been called the best food guide in the world do you know that Wow! Yeah,
0: I should so, read it then.
1: Yeah, you know, and uh, the Brazilian they they actually made a, a very bold uh, food guide in 2014. It actually, the the book was launched exactly the same day than my book. So, and I, I'm in touch with uh, Professor Carlos Montero and all the his team that actually um, coordinated this guide. Uh, Because they were very bold into saying, well, the best thing to do for your health is not counting calories. It's not, um, you know, demonize any food. But uh, go back to eat real food. Go back to cook. Go back to eat like your culture taught you uh, to to cook. And uh, so the the best thing to do to lower your sugar uh, intake is first... Uh, lower on the highly processed, as we said, because there is a lot of free sugars hi- hidden. But also cook, cook, and uh, do do your 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 meals, or try to find some some meals that are like freshly cooked. Uh, it's uh, very interesting that the um, the science, and uh, there is a very big Harvard uh, study that uh, showed that the best protection against obesity and diabetes um, is actually home-cooked meals uh, and it's very interesting because not only when you cook at home and when you eat f- fresh, fresh food from uh, real food you actually uh, eat better but you also uh, when you go outside to eat you, to go out you, you don't go to junk food you go to a better restaurant because it's already good at home very interesting so it's it's not something you really uh, have to force yourself it's just a, a very interesting way of life so we are actually uh, the whole new trend in nutrition is actually enhancing um, this home cooking and trying to to make it easier because we don't have time so we need the industry because the industry is there to bring us the, the good quality um, very practical and hygienized uh, food but uh, try to uh, look for the less processed so when you for example, for example you, you make a, a pasta you can use a processed uh, sauce but look at the ingredients because um, unfortunately some tom- tomato sauce will start with sugar in this country, in Brazil, we have some uh, still, huh, some um, tomato sauce that starts with sugar. And so the, the first ingredient is sugar, which is the, the most ingredient. And then you have the tomato. Mm. So it's like a, bit, a little bit scary. And uh, for example, all the, those sauces are not into the agreement. So the agreement is about uh, the, the sodas, the biscuits, the yogurts and some chocolates but they are not about cereals. They are not about, um, you know, uh, g- gelatinas, uh, all those uh, s- sauces mm-hmm. that are highly in sugar. So, basically, try to uh, make it simple.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's that, that's really good advice because, as you're saying, these these really processed foods are found in places where you wouldn't expect them to be... You wouldn't expect this food to be full of free sugars, as you were saying, the example of the tomato sauce. Um, And just quickly, just for our listeners, as you're a specialist in this, when we talk about these free sugars and these processed foods, why exactly exactly are these so bad for us?
1: Oh, okay. Actually, they are not bad. Like, you should not... uh uh, go against them as as, a, as poison, as I said. That uh, there is an exaggeration uh, against sugar. There is also some people. There are some people uh, getting on war against um, highly processed food. Uh, they can be part of your intake, but make it occasion, occasional. When you take all the the homes in Brazil and you separate them in five groups, and you compare the homes that have less highly processed food and the home that are the most highly processed food. So even at calories, equal cal- calories, uh, you see that the, the family with highly processed food are, is much more at risk of obesity and diabetes. Mm-hmm. So why we don't actually understand 100 percent? And it's not only the sugar, the, the culprit, the free sugars, but uh, for sure um, now we have a lot of science coming and there is a very famous um, study that uh, this, this year in 2018 uh, about like a French study uh, that was uh, actually published in a British journal that showed that the more uh, you use uh, a highly processed food, the more you are at your, your risk of cancer. High and, and it's like 10% more uh, presence of uh, highly processed food and 10% more risk of cancer. So it's not, mm-hmm. it's not uh, a, a very, uh, uh, it's a, it's quite a big uh, information. So right now there is a, a very big uh, movement to um, to see that um, the more we outsource our food from. You know um, the industry. the 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 more we are at risk of uh, diseases. When you eat sugar in excess, yeah, and, and drink uh, a lot of uh, you know sugary drinks and um, and uh eat, eat a lot of sugar, you are more at risk of diabetes and also excess weight. But it's not like eating sugar that makes you diabetic. Uh, so we should um, take a, a little bit of uh, uh, reflection and, and remember that uh, uh, the generations before us they were eating some sugar, uh, but uh, we have been going a little bit overboard. So for sure, it's uh, it's very interesting to slow down. So let's let's try to do it together and uh, make it uh, a better world. <laughs>
0: Excellent. Now, just before we let you go, Sophie, I know that in this podcast, we have been bad-mouthing a lot of Brazilian sweets. But come on, you must have a favorite Brazilian sweet. You must have one that you're just, you're desperate to go home and have right now.
1: Desperate? No, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> no, but I I do appreciate um, Moussi de Maracujá. I do appreciate some, like a, a, a small slice of pudding or even goyabada, but um, most of the time I go for the fruit here because it's like uh, amazing. Huh? It's a it's a country uh, that has a, 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 a ski that is so rich in tropical fruits that uh, for me it's still a, a big big uh, feast when I. Can have a very ripe and, and tasty mango or uh, pineapple.
0: So we'll leave it there for today. I highly encourage our listeners to go and check out Sophie's website, which is www.sophiederham.com, And derham is spelled D E R A M. And also make sure to follow her on Instagram at Sophie Derham. And on Facebook, at Os Segredos da Sofie, which is her page there. Thanks very much for joining us today, Sofie. I hope to speak to you again soon.
1: Thank you for the invitation. I loved it.
0: (laughs) If you enjoyed this podcast, please take a look at our website. It's brazilian.report. Every day we have new content about Brazilian politics, finance and society. And we also have exclusive newsletter services if you want to be briefed about what's going on in Brazil before starting your day. Subscribe to our free trial and enjoy all of our content for 14 days. And it's totally free. You don't have to submit any credit card information whatsoever. You can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Our handle is at Brazilian Report. And that's all for now. And we won't see you next week as Explaining Brazil is going to take a little rest for the holiday season. But don't worry, we'll be back in January with lots more interviews helping you get to the bottom of all the big issues in Brazil. So it's goodbye for now and see you in the new year.